Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Going in raw is now a CastBox original. CastBox is the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all your favorite podcasts. You can still listen to Going In Raw wherever you get your podcasts, but we hope you'll give CastBox a shot. We think it's the best. Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up, it's your girl, Sasha Banks, Legit Boston. You are watching Going In Raw. You like that? What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife. Marie. <laughs> and you are going in SmackDown Live. This Ugh. is the glorious one, Bobby Roode. And you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you'll be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Available wherever fine podcasts are. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the notify bell next to it just to make sure you're always getting your new Going In Raw notifications. We're also available wherever fine podcasts can be found, including CastBox. Uh, right now, there's like two going in raw channels on CastBox. When you load it up, it tells you to go to a different one. Yeah. And then so I'm assuming that first one's going to be deleted at some point. We just changed servers, hopefully, for the last time in a very, very, very long time, maybe even ever. Um, it's just sort of the nature of what we got going on behind yeah, the scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, if you, you, it was you a necessity. Come, yeah, if you find there's any interruption in your in your episode delivery, mm-hmm. um, uh, check to see if there's not uh, like on Castbox another channel. Yeah, just yeah. do a search for just it. Whatever's the most updated. I, I I went through uh, uh, Google Play and Spotify, and they're up to date. Oh, they're all good. Uh huh. Okay, good. Have you checked Apple lately to make sure everything's up to date there? Um. Yes, I have. And? Absolutely. And uh, uh, my sources tend to tell me that uh, I'm looking right now. And yes, everything's up to date. All right. All right. Make sure. So yeah. uh, Yeah. So just search again. And if you guys still have like problems and you can't find our stuff, then. Playing with all these markers up here. It's too much. Too much going on. too much going on. Like we're not. It's just just you and me, man. There's all this stuff on the desk here. People to. I know. If you guys can see like. It's funny. What you see in the frame is order everything beyond everything the frame. disorder not within the chaos is is horrifically chaotic, chaotic. <clears throat> it's really bad i feel like we have a lot of time to chit chat before this uh we actually start talking about 205 live or nxt because nxt was very light we can uh we can yeah we can sit here and talk for about 45 minutes and still within the span of an hour total 
get to everything. Yeah. We could do that. We could talk about absolutely nothing for 45 minutes and cover 205 Live and NXT. Well, no, I think 205 Live, minutes. the main event, was was very good. There's plenty to talk about there. It's, yeah, I know, but still, that's like one match for us to talk about. Yeah, that's like 10 minutes in conversation. In totality. Let me bring up the notes. Because NXT was, you know, is was, was a takeover recap. Even by takeover recap standards, it felt very thin. Yeah. Because usually they would do these takeover recaps of these, you know, these really nicely edited video packages and they'll have interviews. Mm-hmm. And I feel like more often than not, sorry, like half the time at least, the interviews we're getting are exclusive to the, the episode of NXT we're watching. Yeah. It seemed like pretty much all this stuff was just recycled stuff that had gone up on WWE.com or their YouTube channel like Saturday night. Yeah, I know. Or Sunday morning. I know. It just Why? felt like there was a lot of recycled material. I know. Why don't they just... Like, where's an Adam Cole promo? They, Can he do an he interview did, he backstage? He didn't do anything at TakeOver. He, ha- he hung out, got tossed... And then, like, the crowd was upset about it. He's the most over guy in professional wrestling right now. And they couldn't get one promo with him. Mm-hmm. We got an EC3 promo. Yeah, that was good. That was fine. That was good. Victory after victory. I like when he victory. walked away. Who, do you, who are you going to face? Everyone! Everyone! I mean, he said, I'm going to dropkick Regal's door down. Yeah. That was pretty funny. Anyways, let's talk about 205 Live first. All right. And then if, we're, if we run out of questions at the end, we'll just chit-chat. Yeah. We'll just... You bought a new pair of shoes today. I did, yeah, and I, I appreciate you, my shoe guardian, my shoe angel guardian, who showed me that the shoes that I had been looking for were on sale for a very reasonable price. Yes, very reasonable. I'm very excited about wearing them here to the office. Now, those going to be your official shoes of summer? Yeah, sure, why not? I don't think they're going to be as comfy as the ones I have on right now. Though. Yeah, maybe not. I've got lunars on, but you know, sometimes it's better to look good than feel good. Uh, first up, we had 205 Live. Ooh, is the new newsletter out? I want to know what the rating is. It is. All right, um, you talk about 205. All right. Uh, match was Drew Gulak. They even named this f- faction formed by Gulak, Kendrick, and uh, 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 Gallagher yet, have they? They never named... What was the last... Who were the last people? Hideo, like, Tommy, and Kira they never really named no, they that didn't. Just Lucha House Party has a name, yeah. which means they're going to be sticking around for a while. Yeah, they're going to be around for a um, while. So anyways, Drew Gulak versus Lince Dorado. Drew Gulak was accompanied to the ring by Brian Kendrick. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, of course, Lince Dorado by the rest of Lucha House Party. I don't, I, I'm not into this Gulak-Kendrick-Galher thing at all. At all. <laughs> Just not into it. Yeah, man. I don't know. There's no chemistry there. Gulak's great. Gulak's really good. Here, here's. I think I'd prefer this. So there's <sighs> there are a couple people on the roster, two that I can think of. They're kind of like downers. They're kind of bummers. Uh, in terms of their character, <clears throat> Drew Gulak's one of them. He's a bummer because he just wants to. He's wildly entertaining. And yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. talking about their philosophies. Yes, our bummer philosophies is Drew Gulak and TJP. Yeah, TJP is a bummer of a character, um, but I, I find him wildly entertaining. Yeah, I yeah. loved his bit with the job. Oh, that was great. Week. That was fantastic. What, who's another bummer? Like you need three bummers because Kendrick and, and Gallagher, they're not really bummers. I'm not no. really what they. I'm not really sure what That's their part motivation of the problem is, is. Is is that their 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 characters aren't defined as they exist. I don't right know what now. their motivations are. Exactly. I know what Drews is, and I know what uh, TJP's is. Yeah. I don't know what Gallagher and Kendrick's I don't know either. They're friends who just I don't know. They want to be mean on people. They want to be mean on and people. That's, that's not that's, really a good motivation. No, it's not. It's not enough anymore. Yeah, man. Um. Uh, anyways. This match was preceded by a Lucha House Party promo. These guys are great. Oh, I love them. And, dude, seriously, Lince Dorado, every, now and when he talks, I just see Ulysses. 
I just see Ulysses. It was number six this week. Okay. But that was during Money in the Bank and Takeover week. If oh, you take good. Money in the Bank out, you take out Takeover. So then they're what? You fourth? take out Kickoff. Oh, okay. Third. So they'd be th- their third behind the the Hardy's Woken twenty four thing, which I heard was, I yeah, heard was huge. really good. NXT, of course, and, and Money then, in the Bank. Then, then you'd have two hundred five live. All right. So yeah, wow, great. Anyways, this match was all right, I guess. Yeah, because NXT was number five. Yeah. Wow. So the ratings are good for two hundred five live. Look at that. I know that's great. Awesome. Anyways, um, so what now? <laughs> I get distracted by chat. Anyways, Gulak versus Dorado. Decent enough match. But I'm just not into this feud, really. Yeah, I don't really... Like, if, I think if if Gulak had taken more of a lead in it... Mm-hmm. But, I mean, so I guess he's just sort of using Gallagher and Kendrick to advance his own agenda, which is sort of an anti-Lucha House Party agenda. Yeah. Because that's all they do is the <laughs> But I also stuff. kind of feel like Gulak should be up in the main event scene. I thought he was going to be a title holder. Yeah, I was. I was hoping for that. I mean, too. granted, I I, I I like Buddy Murphy a lot. I love what they're doing with Hideo Itami right yeah, now. Yeah, me too. So you know, eventually, once Cedric beats Hideo Itami, we'll mm-hmm. need another heel. Yeah. Uh, to challenge Cedric Alexander, it might be Drew Gulak at that point. Um, I don't know. This it feels like a, a spinning of the wheels uh, feud for Drew Gulak. A little bit, yeah. Um, and as you said, Kendrick and Gallagher's motivations aren't terribly well defined. Yeah. And I just don't find, beyond the fact that I really like Lucha House Party, I find them wildly entertaining and they're great in the ring. I'm just not involved in this feud a whole lot. Yeah. I preferred the Hideo Itami yes. Kira Tozawa because you had, not only did you have a, a really interesting clash in wrestling styles and, you know, philosophies coming from two different cultures of wrestling, you had, you know, Hideo Itami was basically a dick and Akira Tozawa was not. He's a pretty good guy. And he's a pretty good guy. And so you get a dick and a good guy together and they're like trying to check each other. I know. But then, you know, it, it, the whole thing started out as friendly competition. And then things mm-hmm. started getting a bit chippy. Exactly. And then yeah. it went from there. This just feels like. Thrown together. Yeah. 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 No, I get you. Uh, let's see here. Then we had, after well, that, so, so Drew Gulak won with a dragon sleeper. Yeah, there was a spot where uh, Lindsay Dorado hit his uh, handspring, handspring stunner. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Kendrick put Gulak's foot in the rope to break mm-hmm. up the pinfall. And yeah. that led, yeah, to Gulak getting uh, Lindsay in the Gulak. Gulak. And Lindsay had to tap out. Uh, next up, we had Drake Maverick backstage. Um, did he do an interview before Adeo came up to him, or is it just straight into Adeo? He was talking to Danilo Loreth. Oh, that's right. That's right. He says going over the rules of the triple threat. I make sure none of the shenanigans from last week occur this week. You're gonna be good. You're gonna do it. Danilo's like, nobody oh, cares. Two or five live. Nobody cares. And then uh, Drake Maverick's like, all right, great. And then Adeo Tommy shows up, and uh, what does he want again? Respect. Respect. That's what he wants. And uh, Drake Maverick said. We'll have no more shenanigans like we saw last week. And Don't do it again. Yeah, and then Hideo says, well, if you want that, then show me respect. Yeah. And Drake Maverick said, well, that's a two-way street, bud. Yeah. You if respect. you want respect, you got to give respect. Go respect me. Anyways, I don't think they're on the same page. No, but Hideo's character work was great. <laughs> yeah, I know. I liked it. I liked him a lot. I was like, oh, that's cool. Because he's like upset because he's on 205 Live. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I left Pro Wrestling Noah for this. You know, I was GHC champion. Uh, next up, we had uh, TJP comes out. He's delivering a promo. He's walking down. Man, this jobber looked like the most handsome man from 1987. I know. He looked very familiar. I feel like we've seen him before. Was think, he in NXT? I don't know, man. I think he just had a really familiar looking face. Because when I saw him, I was like, oh, he was like, you know, a featured player on Cagney and Lacey. He was like one of the detectives that wasn't Cagney or Lacey. 
Like he looks straight out of 1987. Wait, Cagney and Lacey were both women. Yeah, he was one of the detectives that wasn't either oh, of them. Oh, I thought you meant either one of their Cagney male, or Lacey. Right, one of their male you counterparts. Okay, I understand. Because now. they live in a male-dominated society, right, but yeah. they're two women detectives who I get are all tough that. as nails. Yes, I get all that. I just misheard you. <laughs> yeah, one of the featured players. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not them. Okay. <laughs> because they were women. No, yeah, I know. That's what I said. I'm aware of that. <laughs> he was like, you know, he had multiple guest starring roles in such shows as... He was in Cagney and Lacey, but also Hill Street Blues. He was in Hill Street... Typecast as 80s cop. <laughs> Special it, appearance on St. Elsewhere <laughs> as as officer who brought in a convict for medical treatment. What was the one that... What was the one that... Uh, no, was it... Oh crap! There's cop so, rock, dude. No, that was <laughs> terrible. There are so many '80s cop shows that are like, like he was on. Obviously, was on Magnum PI, uh, PI, yeah, or TA, whatever it was. Matlock '80s, yes, definitely on on Matlock. Uh, uh, a friendly New England police officer and murder she wrote. <laughs> <laughs> Did that all take place in New England? Yeah, up in Maine, I <laughs> yeah, think. Right. Yeah, but wasn't wasn't she like in a different hotel every week? I feel like she just went from oh, hotel to hotel. Oh, it was the same like small like fishing town How in Maine. How many murders Maine? could that shit last for like five I or six years? I know that township had zero population at that point. Well, it, was, it was like it rivaled <laughs> Chicago. I know. My God. Uh, let's see here. Chips, Hardcastle. Oh, Heart to Heart. Heart I was to Heart, Heart yeah. To Heart. What about Hunter? He was one of the teachers in 21 Jump Street. Uh, yeah, Hunter. Yes, for sure. Let's see. 80s crime drama series. Oh, there's Magnum. That's Prime. Magnum's prime. Right I don't know. Hill Street Blues is pretty good. That's too heavy for what we're talking about, though. That was like, that was real. Right, the chips. Hill Street Blues is like a <laughs> There's nothing heavy about chips. Right. I don't remember Hardcastle and McCormick. Uh, heart to Heart. I remember that. <clears throat> Robert Wagner, he's nefarious. Don't go on a boat with that guy. <laughs> Jake and the Fat Man. Oh, I remember man. Jake and the Fat Man. Oh, God. What else? Matt, like, Matt Houston. Don't Who remember that. that. Do not remember that. Oh, what is that? Oh, Moonlighting. Three years. Oh, he wasn't good enough. The dude on 205 Live wasn't good See, enough. See, Murder, She Wrote. Yeah. O'Hara. Don't remember that. That lasted one year. I remember a Quincy M.E. I remember Quincy M.E. We oh, had, Remington Steel. That had uh, Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. Yeah, he couldn't do James Bond because he had to do Remington Steel. Riptide. Oh, Simon and Simon. Oh, yeah. They were uh, private detectives, though, weren't they? Yeah. Sledgehammer. There you I'm go. I'm sure they ran into cops here and there. Probably oh, yeah, like every yeah. episode. Sledgehammer is too funny. Spencer, Spencer for, for Hire. Yeah, Robert that. Urich. That's what I was thinking of, too. What's that one? Stingray? I've never heard oh, of that. Oh, TJ Hooker. Oh, yeah. That was that was prime, too. A-Team. I could see him on A-Team, yeah. The Equalizer. Oh, that was badass. Oh, the Fall Guy, yeah. the Fall Guy. Because he was a stuntman who solved murders. Yeah, yeah. It was Lee Majors, man. Yeah. Anyway, so TJP comes out, cuts a promo on 80s crime drama guy. Um, he says, I should have the best talent. I should have the main event every week. I should have championship opportunities. But instead, I get 80s crime drama guy, uh, and then he starts yelling back. Well, he like messing with his hair. Yeah. So he gets in there. He's like giving him crap. And then 80s crime drama guy just pops him. Yeah. Pops him. And uh, starts yelling at him, shoot curse words and stuff. And then TJP ends him very quickly by just putting him. The match never started. No, it never did. So, yeah, that was good. It was good. TJP's been doing really good work. So has 80s crime drama yes. guy. Yes, best of luck, 80s crime drama guy. Alex Foster says, all due respect, how old are you guys? Very old. Old. Super old, man. We're well-versed in 80s crime drama, so do the math. <laughs> the 80s, are we? Yeah, man. Uh, next, a promo saying that Leo Rush is going to debut next week. Man of the hour. 
Yeah, man, that's exciting. Yeah. I wonder who he's going to take on. 80s crime guy. Probably 80s crime drama guy, I hope. Bring him back. Yeah. Mustafa Ali versus Buddy Murphy versus Adeo Tommy was our main event. It was a fantastic match. Man, the level of physicality was fantastic. That spot where all of them were trading kicks to the back. Yeah, that was good. And it kind of culminated in Mustafa Ali kind of getting Hideo Tommy up in like a belly-to-back suplex position, throwing him up in the air, and then kicking kicking him in his lower back. Yeah, that was, that was cool. Great. I like that bit where Buddy Murphy threw uh, Mustafa Ali over his own head, and then Mustafa Ali landed a face buster on Hideo Tommy. That was great. Um, there was one moment when uh, Mustafa Ali was taken out of the match the thing that I liked about it was that you had one super baby face and then you had two like nasty heels who just like to hurt things. And so the match wasn't all, it's not like you had like, you know, Kalisto, Mustafa Ali and Cedric Alexander where it's all going to be crazy flip stuff here and there and here and there. You had two guys who just like to hurt things. Mm-hmm. And so like a lot of the matches have been on the slower side with sort of bursts of the flippy stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so at one point you had both Murphy and Adeo Atami and I don't know. I mean, I'm sure he was calling a spot, but it totally made sense for what they were doing. Buddy Murphy just said, hit me. And a day with Tommy hit him. He hit him back. And then they would like let each other basically do um, little takedowns so that they can yeah, yeah, that's, that's kick him on great. the back. And, uh, and commentary even sold it and said, you know, I think they're just letting themselves, they're, they're letting each one do that. Which was great. You know, yeah, yeah. It's, that's really it was awesome. It's the like, match started with, uh, sorry, uh, uh all of them kind of like staring each other down the middle of the ring. Mm-hmm. And then Buddy Murphy, Mustafa Ali turned their attention to Hideo Tommy because they just couldn't wait to get their hands on him but yeah. based on what happened a couple weeks ago. And Hideo Tommy just did this. <laughs> Me? <laughs> yeah. His ring work has been, or his character, character work has been in the great. Ring. So he rolls out of the ring and both. And then from there on, the, the beginning of the match, the kind of the story was Buddy Murphy, Mustafa Ali beating each other up just so they can get their hands on Hideo Tommy. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually that went by the wayside and they all just started fighting each other. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, 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 was just a, it was a fun way to start the match and Hideo's character work was fantastic. Yeah. It was hilarious. It was rad. Uh, so yeah, that was uh, 205 Live. And, we uh, didn't go down to the finish of the match. Oh, yeah, my this bad. This was great. The, at one point, uh, Murphy and Hideo Tommy are stacked on top oh, of each other. Oh, I love this bit, yeah. And Mustafa Ali hit a 450 on top of him. His, his reaction to, having, to, to being presented with this platter of bodies... Stacked on top of each other was great too because he was like, like mm-hmm. you know, looking to the crowd, and of course they know it's about to happen. Yeah, drops on both of them, but he couldn't roll over to get the pin. No, he was pinning. Uh, Murphy rolled out. He was pinning Hitami, and Murphy pulled him off. Oh, that's right. But it took. But in order for Murphy to come to, it took like Mustafa yeah, yeah, yeah. Ali sort of rolled over, and then eventually came back to a day with Tommy, so he couldn't get the pin immediately, which allowed Murphy to pull him yeah, off. Yeah, and they were brawled on the outside some. Um, and then Mustafa Ali hit a Spanish fly on Murphy off the announce oh table. Oh, my God. That's right. That oh, was how great. was I going to forget that? I, I don't even know. tweeted about it. You did. Oh, that was great. And it's so ridiculous, too, because, like, especially the camera angle where you get Buddy Murphy and he has his eyes kind of closed a little bit, like he's out of it. But it's like, if you think about it, it's totally on him to basically initiate the Spanish fly because mm-hmm. he's going forward. But anyways, it was fantastic. It was God fantastic. damn it. It was awesome. Um, so while that's ha- or shortly after that's happening, Mustafa Ali gets back in the ring. Uh, Hideo Tommy gets the upper hand, takes the turnbuckle cover off the bottom turnbuckle, um, goes for a pin, is reversed by Ali. Hideo Tommy reverses that, sends Ali into the turnbuckles, hits a stalling drop kick on the exposed turnbuckle on uh, Ali's head, mm-hmm. gets the pin. Fun match. Yeah, no, Great it match. was yeah, it was a blast. That Spanish flag, freaking! I think I shouted out loud when that happened. It was like late. 
Uh, let's see here. Then, yeah, we can spend about five minutes all together talking about NXT. Um, it actually, there was actually a really good match, Dakota Kai versus Bianca. Oh, Bader. that was great. That was a really, really fun match. It could tell, I, I don't know. I mean, I know neither of them have been on like a proper takeover. This might be even their first takeover. Pre-show dark, match. Yeah, yeah, pre-show match. Um, Dakota Kai really, when she came out, when she like had her entrance, she super soaked in that crowd. She took forever. She was just looking all around. It was yep. really cool yep. to see. That was pretty awesome. Talking with a bunch of people at ringside. Uh, then Bianca Belair came out. Um, and I think it was her first time too, but you could not tell. Like she is strictly in character. Yeah, she's all business. Yeah, she really is. Um, anyways, this is a cool match. I was I was pretty sure that Bianca Belair was going to win, but um, yeah, I don't like it's it's weird that Dakota Kai already seems past her ceiling. Like oh, I, she's super polished I in the like ring. I like her though. I like yeah. her a lot, and it's yeah. kind of surprising. Maybe they just feel like, hey, Bianca's on the you know coming up. They need to give her this win more than. Oh, well, they Dakota could be kind of doing a, a underdog story with Dakota Kai. That yeah, they be could the be set up with the whole Shayna Baszler thing. Mm-hmm. Was that she was the obvious underdog, uh, managed to overcome her fears, at least put up a fight against her. Yeah, but like she's she's never claimed to be scared of Bianca Belair. Oh, I know. But, uh, I mean, in any event, I think it's great. Bianca Belair is fantastic. I think it's just, this just shows not necessarily they're down on Dakota Kai, but they're, like, super high on Bianca Belair. Mm-hmm. Um, so, no, but it was it was a really, I thought it was a really, really good match. Oh, it was. It was, it was a lot fun. of fun. Yeah. Uh, Bianca, Bianca Belair, one with her finisher, the reverse mm-hmm. Death, Death Valley driver. Mm-hmm. It's a great yeah. move. She just pretty much deadlifted Dakota yeah. Kai. She is, the oh, there was that, yeah, there was that great spot where she, like, had the suplex. And she would oh, bounce Dakota Kai yeah. off each of the ropes. And the crowd was getting really into it because mm-hmm. you could see, like, you know, you know, it takes obviously a lot of coordination and strength more yeah. than anything to do that. So that was a lot of fun, too. But, no, it was, it was, I thought it was a really fun match. I mm-hmm. thought both, both Dakota Kai and Bianca Belair took advantage of the fact that they had a spot like that in oh, front yeah. of, you know, 12,000 people. They put on a heck of a match. Yeah. Um, after that, we had uh, Ricochet Velveteen Dream video package. Just recapping their match and had short interviews with each of them that had already been up on WWE.com and WWE's YouTube channel. It's so, my thing is this it's so curious that they would. I mean, I look, I get why, I understand why they yeah. do it because the TV <sighs> logistics, and they probably wouldn't if that wasn't an issue. But like, everybody who's watching NXT, I, ha- I would hazard a guess. To, to think that we they've seen take over, you know, like they've seen I know, that. I know. So I don't know. I don't know what else they could do. Like film more, more, you know, longer, more extensive interviews. Um, put on a couple more pre-show matches. Maybe I don't know. At that point, you're killing the crowd, though. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so then we got a Ricochet interview and a Velveteen Dream interview, but they were both really, really short. It was like, hey, yeah, a couple words right after your match. And then uh, Ricochet just remembered to say, now the spotlight's on me. Oh, he said, I'm more than just an animated GIF. Yeah. On the internet. Did he do it with a hard G or a soft G? GIF. Yeah, he said GIF. Okay. Well, that to me. That's definitive. That's man. definitive at that point when yeah. Ricochet says it on TV. And then the, the Velveteen Dream interview would just say, he just said something like, Dream's over in Chicago and then walked yeah. off. Yeah. Wasn't much of an interview. I wanted a bit more. Um, next, we had a, a short little video package uh, for the Shayna Baszler Nikki Cross match, followed by a Shayna Baszler interview. She was joined by Jessamine Duke and Marina Shafir, mm-hmm. um, three quarters of the four horsewomen of the UFC. Yeah, well, now of NXT. 
Were all WWE. four of them? Did all four of them actually wrestle? I thought it was the four horsewomen of MMA. Yeah. Did all four of them have matches in UFC? That I don't specifically? know. I know Shayna Baszler did, and obviously Ronda Rousey did. Oh, of course, yeah. But I don't know about uh, Jessamyn Duke or Marina. Me neither. Um, but anyways, she said, uh, she said, you know how you fight crazy or chaos? You let the air out of it. And then she said, and still. And then she left. Yeah, walked off. Yeah. And then there was a Lars Sullivan Alistair Black video package. Followed by uh, what was supposed to be an Alistair Black interview, but instead he said, I don't want to talk right now and just kept on walking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did you realize that we need some words for this takeover recap? Uh, and then there was we need a, stuff to talk about for our, for our takeover. I know recap. what the heck, uh, next is the video package for the tag title match between, uh, Lorcan and Birch and dead and dead and followed by a uh, Birch and Lorcan interview where they talk about how disappointed they were. This is not the team in this match that I wanted to see an interview with. I wanted to see an interview with the undisputed era, Adam Cole hanging out in their playground. I know. I'm just going to reiterate this. Adam Cole got cheered in England over Wolfgang for the North American Championship match. I cannot wait to see that. I cannot flip and wait to see that. That's the best. Anyways, yeah, Birch and Lorcan had an interview. They said, you know what? It's our first takeover, but and we lost. We came up short, but it was like the, uh, the biggest match of our career, but I've never been more disappointed by losing, essentially. Yeah. Uh, next... Gargano Ciampa video package recapping that match. This was very long. It was yeah. like five minutes. Yeah, it was. Um, after that, an EC3 press conference with only one reporter. And, and they had their Zoom recorder out at one moment. You can see the time code <laughs> thing wasn't rolling. And then the person's thumb covered it up. <laughs> and it was less a press conference than him just sort of, he's, he's near the entrance of the He just wanders in the performance center to like <laughs> right. get his pump on. Right. <laughs> And he's, he's probably while still wearing his suit. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Kayfabe, he did a couple lines. He did a bump. Yeah. And then he out like, the car. Out the car. And he comes in and, and then he was like, you know, the 1% going forward to being 100% of the takeovers. <laughs> right. Um, I'm about to go drop kick William Regal's office door down and, uh, and have him, uh, you know, give, give me some, some better matches, competition. Better competition. And then the guy, he walks off and the guy says, like against two, everyone. <laughs> it was great. EC3 is great. <laughs> he really is. Oh, man. He's uh, got that Dr. Seuss cadence to the, the best here, there, over there, and anywhere. Anywhere. Because I'm going to keep doing it with victory after, after victory, victory after, after victory, victory after victory. Yeah, that was great. And our main event. God, this is like five minute long recap. I know. That's what I said. Our main event War Raiders versus the Mighty. The Mighty are full heels now. They got the new tights, they got the jackets. Well, okay. So, what about their ring attire signifies? Like, obviously, there's a character shift because they're wearing yeah. tights and not trunks, and they're it's all black and white as opposed to colorful. Mm -hmm. But is it the leather trench coats? I think it's the darker color palette. The darker color palette. That signifies you know when you're watching bad like a western yeah right how do you know who the bad guy is he's wearing black right and so who's the good guy the guy with now. the white hat is the good guy the guys with the face paint and the medieval gear the good guys yeah <laughs> in this case the war raiders <laughs> um I mean this is a decent match and everything like you know the war war machine's great well they're fun it's they're so a lot sad of fun because to watch. the word machine is slowly dipping out of my. I just now refer to him as War Raiders. It's a bummer. Just there. 
War Engine would have been a much better name. Oh, War Engine's great. Can we just call him War Engine? For yeah. Me? We'll just do that. Let's start a change of that org petition. make a War Engine shirt? Yeah. For our purposes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they blow up, then we'll make a War Engine shirt. All right. We'll just call them that. War Engine. War Engine. War Engine. I think it's a better name. Anyways, they go over with Fallout. It was a fun match. War Raiders are a lot of fun. Yeah, sure. They are. And once I can't wait to see them in the ring against... At a takeover, you know, against say undisputed era at a twenty minute match or something like that, you mm-hmm. know. So, put on some quality matches. They did some good work in New Japan against the God. Yeah. So, looking forward to what. No, what yeah, the, no, they really did. Like, you know, I, I didn't see a ton of their matches, but the ones I saw. Was oh, they great. weren't there a ton. Uh, they only had. They were only what four, four, five major shows, something like that. Right? Did we see them at a PWG show? Have we seen them? We've seen them live. Oh, what are the G1 specials last year? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. The first one. All right. I thought I saw them live. Um, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm, what? I'm railroaded by chat right now. Oh, well, that's our NXT recap. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll see you later. I know. Right. Anyways, let's answer some questions. Yeah. Let's answer some questions. Hopefully there's some good ones out there. Uh, some meaty questions. Uh, oh, this is a good question. Steve Klein, who would you deem as Mr. NXT? Adam Cole. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it would be sort of the Undisputed Era, collectively. But as leader of Undisputed Era, it's Adam Cole. Well, I guess the question is, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess the question is, whose NXT is it? Because that's always the question. I feel like it's Undisputed Era's yeah, NXT. It is. Yeah, it definitely is. Okay, which means and he's it's the Adam Cole's NXT. It's Adam Cole's NXT. Yes. All right. This is a great question, too. Chuck Sips, what re- failed wrestler of any era would have been a success if given time to develop an NXT? What failed wrestler? Yeah. Damian Sandow would have been massive in NXT. Um, in current day NXT, for sure, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, th- yeah, me- yeah, I think you would have. I'm trying to think who else though. Failed wrestler. I think if if so, I don't know where Sammy Callahan was at in his career mm. when he came to NXT. Like if he was basically just doing the same thing he's doing now. Yeah. But I feel like if Sammy can number one, if Sammy Callahan came in NXT now, I think he'd be super over. I think he'd be doing really good. I think he's doing great work in Impact right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, he was stuck with that silly... That weird hacker gimmick. Hacker gimmick, gimmick yeah. that didn't make any sense. If him and the Chris brothers came to NXT now, I think they'd make a pretty big impact. And that'd mm-hmm. be a hell of an addition to the tag team. Yeah. And they're a three-man faction. Yeah. They seem to like that. Yeah. So I think they do. I think they do gangbusters. It would not surprise me if we saw him back. Because I think... I think he's a pretty savvy guy. I think people like him. I, I know Cassiusono was like anti, but who knows that they might be friends, and he might have just said that to give him some. Oh meat. yeah, who knows? Uh, bronze grappling hook. Did Moro not being at Takeover enhance or lessen Takeover for you? I enjoyed the show a lot more because of his absence. Uh, I don't know if it necessarily changed my enjoyment of the show. I, I think Vic Joseph is fine. He's he's a good commentator. I think he's good because you don't notice him. Yeah. But I'll be honest, I'm I'm kind of at the point where I like I like I think Morrow adds a ton. I really do. I think that I mean it's honestly it's that personal preference and I, he really bugged me on on SmackDown sometimes just because like the and, I, and I'm not sure it's him or not. I mean I know he still does pop culture references. They seem far more shoehorned in SmackDown. Yeah, they were far. Yeah, exactly. They were forced. 
And so, I don't know. I see him now on NXT, and I think he's a really, really good fit. Um, I think he does add something for me. Yeah. Um, Nemo wants to know, after Mr. Moonsault, Steve, was it Steve Irby? Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think that enhancement talent should be given plain black gear like Young Lions? No, no. I really like... When they have their name, yeah, and then not their name is is announced. I know because then it, it leads to speculation about what's the story behind everything, and I yeah. find that endlessly fascinating. Bronson power rank every NXT champion from its inception. So I have a list here of just the the men's champions. So let's start with that, Steve. Okay. Um, you got to say Finn Balor, greatest NXT champion, hit the longest reign. Yeah, two hundred ninety-two yeah, yeah. days. Yeah. Um. I feel like you got to say Nakamura. Mm-hmm. He didn't have anywhere close to the longest range. In fact, he has had two relatively short reigns, but he might have been the most popular champion in the company's history. Yeah, I could see that. Him or Finn. Yeah. Um, I mean, I didn't really, I wasn't really watching. Like, I'm not sure how much Neville or Bo Dallas. Yeah, because they both had really long reigns. I, I think Big E was pretty popular. Yeah. And he had a pretty long reign, too. I mean, honestly, I've only really been watching since Sami Zayn won the title. Mm-hmm. Weekly, that is. Um, Owens was a great champion. Joe was a great champion. I mean, ever since, ever since... I mean, they all... You look at this list of champions. It's an impressive list. Seth, Big E, Bo, Neville. I'll put Neville next. But then if you incorporate people who've won... I mean, the greatest champion, period, in the history of NXT is Asuka. Yeah, sure. Period. Yeah. Um, she'd be number one overall. Yeah. Number her number one. I think we did this as a count out. Greatest NXT champions of Sounds all time. Sounds right. I think we did, yeah. Um, so check out that list. If you want a full researched list of greatest NXT champions. Um, Colin, is there anyone that can sell a DDT better than Buddy Murphy? I know Rollins is great, but Buddy is on a completely different level. Oh yeah. No, he's Buddy Murphy's is great. Yeah. He spikes himself here, and he does that. He he sells the reverse run amazingly. Too. Oh yeah, uh, Damon Biggs is Hideo the next opponent for Cedric. Yep. <laughs> Robert Haynes, Buddy Murphy is amazing. He swerved me during the entrance. Can you name any wrestlers that have swerved you in person? Oh, that's funny. Oh man, um, when you sat ringside at that house show, did you get swerved by anybody? Honestly, didn't I get swerved by somebody at like the G1 thing? That sounds right. With a two sweet? It was Cody, wasn't it? I don't know if he ever. Or, or, he or was actually, it Hangman? I don't know if he. I don't, it probably would have been Cody. I'm not sure. Because Cody will do that. He'll throw it up and then drop it. I don't know if he if he threw it up at me or if I just held it out and he no sold it. Well, that's not the same as being swerved, though. Oh, I know. I'm trying to remember. I think I've been swerved, but I honestly don't remember by whom. I know at a bunch of the indie shows that we've gone to over the years, like whenever we're close to the front, we'll always like try to root on the bad guy and mm-hmm. like hold our hand out. You know, I can't stand when people say you shouldn't cheer like the heels. Uh, I can't stand that. I'm like, dude, I, that's my favorite thing in indie shows. Oh, I know. Is when the heel comes out and you cheer him. To, you know? That's when they really start interacting with you. I know. Because it's like, what better way to keep somebody on their toes? Mm-hmm. 
than to like, how do you heal up on a guy who's cheering for you? Exactly. And they always do. They always find a way. So I, I think it's ridiculous to say, oh, you should never cheer. No, cheering for the heels is the most fun thing to do. I know. And honestly, especially at small indie shows, that's blast. such a blast. It's so much fun. It's I know. so much fun. Uh, this is a long one. Hold on. Uh, Joe Higgs, he's got a s several comments here. So you just want to mention a few things. Uh, Kona Reeves, the term finest is also used in the diamond trade to describe the quality. So probably that's where it comes from. Mm. Could be. Well, I'm not sure where he is, but we haven't seen him in a little while. I know. Um, did you see the chat with Braun on the red carpet talking about his breakfast? He's so charming and seems to be tight with Triple H. Could he be prepping him for face of the company role? Is he all about the McGriddles? That's a good question. I want to know what he has for breakfast. He probably has like a dozen eggs. Eight McGriddles. A dozen yeah. eggs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Three ham steaks. <laughs> ham steaks. Um, he says in the WWE 24 advert... WWE referred to the Hardys coming from the depths of hell to return to the WWE. They refer to TNA as the depths of hell. Aww. No, I don't think so. I think they just meant their personal issues. Yeah. Uh, Chris Moon. Hey, friendos, you think Cassius Ono will get a main roster run before he returns? I don't know. I really hope so. Put him in a damn rumble or something. I know. Jeez. Uh, Zach S. Where does TakeOver Chicago 2 rank when it comes to the conversation of greatest NXT events? You know, man, there's been so many that have been so good. What was the la the last one? Had uh, Gargano, Ciampa, mm -hmm. Alistair Black, uh, what's his face? Almas. Uh, Almas. Um, that last one we were talking about as being like, oh, and it had that ladder match, right? Was yeah. That, oh, yeah, yeah. That's still my favorite. So I don't know. There was. There was one great match. There was another really, really good match, Velveteen Dream and uh, and Ricochet. So but then Philadelphia was really good. They had almost Gargano, and then had uh, Alistair Black, Adam Cole. Oh, yeah. Ooh. And the War Games was really good, too. Yeah, War Games They've was really good. they just been on an insane role of putting on That's awesome the problem. Shows. That's the problem. It's really hard to rank them because, man, there's They're so much so quality. Because this one had Velveteen Dream, Ricochet was really good. That tag match was really fun. Yeah. Um, the main event was really, really good. Alistair Black, Lars Sullivan was whatever, and Shayna Baszler and Nikki Cross was fun, but it was kind of whatever. So, I mean, there's three out of five super solid matches. Yeah, yeah. It's good stuff. Uh, CM Punk finds it inadmissible in court. Power rank wrestlers most likely to join the Space Force. <laughs> oh, man. Who he says, wanna... number one, Baron Corbin. I'm astronaut. Space Constable Corbin. I'm going to make sure that everything is going right in space. Um, who else should be on the Space Force, though? I feel like the New Day would be great in space. I could see them being like good astronauts, mm -hmm. you know, antics in space. Who well, they keep antics? the mood light, you know, because I would think if you're if you're if you're stuck in some sort of space vessel, mm -hmm. it'd be really easy to get down because right. of, you know you're stuck in this vessel and in the 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 vastness of the universe. Yeah. Plus, uh, no gravity. Yeah. Very difficult to. Go down. Keep the mood light. Yeah. Double meaning. Um, who else would be on Space Force? Well, what if the Lex Express then journeyed into space? Oh, put some put a, a rocket and some wings on that bus. Mm -hmm. There you go. Yep. 
And then we can ask them, what did you do on the bus? Were you in the bus? The whole time, the or would you just fly the place to place and meet the bus and there? meet the bus there. Who drove the bus? See, now I, I kind of feel like Lex Luger has got to be really high on our, our, our list of people we really want to interview because I want to know the answers to those questions. You know what we should do? How about this? I'm sure the information is out there for you to look for it, but I want him to answer the questions How about this? to us ourselves. What if we started a new series, right? And it's not like 20 minutes with Lex Luger. It's called burning questions or something mm-hmm. like that, something stupid like that. Right. And we, cause we have, we've, we've got, and maybe it'd be like a one-time special. And then if we rack up a bunch more questions, we have questions for so many different wrestlers like Lex Luger, were you on the bus the entire time? Yeah. So we just, we gather all the questions and then we try to go out, find those wrestlers at like conventions and stuff. Okay. And try to get their cards on Skype or whatever. Hey, uh, uh, Stockton con, maybe. Sting's yeah. going to be there. Sting's Christian's going to be, be there. there. What question do we want to ask of Sting? Oh, man. There's NWO Sting. There's all sorts of questions. Did he ever watch Robin Hood? <laughs> How could he have possibly watched Robin Hood when it was on literally while he was like in the shower getting ready? I don't know. I just want to know. Did, it, did he ever feel like he was, he, he was getting buried because he was always preempted by Robin Hood <laughs> when he's about to beat down the NWO? <laughs> We're just going to get a lot of blank looks from wrestlers. <laughs> Like, are you stupid? I was going to talk to Christian about his theme song. Oh, yeah. See, there you go. That's yeah. a great theme song. So we'll just come up with like one topic, you know, one thing to ask. I think it'd be great. That'd be fun. Because it wouldn't be like, who wants to see 20 minutes of Lex Luger? Nobody. But like, you know, the burning three-minute question. Yeah. All right. Uh, the glorious broken sound wave. Hey, Stephen Larson, do you think Tommaso Ciampa should take the belt off Alistair Black and Alistair Black be moved at the main for Johnny Gargano? To win the belt off him, just your thoughts. Too sweet and a hearty handshake. Johnny Gar- should Johnny Gargano win the NXT Championship? Is that basically the question? Yeah. Should he? Uh, I don't think it's necessary. I'll put it this way: I think Johnny Gargano would be served very, very well by a very, very extended stay in NXT. Yes. He builds his legend so hardcore there. Yeah. I mean, could you imagine if he followed up the Champa feud, the Champa feud, with like another feud that was? I'm not sure anything is going to be, be able to equal this, but something on the same footing. Could you, dude, could you imagine a Gargano Keith Lee feud? Oh, man. Like the smallest dude and the biggest dude, mm-hmm. both doing crazy things. Mm-hmm. Man, that would be killer. Yeah. That'd no, I don't, but I don't, I don't think this, the, 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 the fact that Ciampa Gargano has already been invented two takeovers, it doesn't need the title. Oh, I don't think it needs the title at all, no. But no. I think if Gargano did have a long extended career in NXT. Oh, then yeah, put the title then on. Then I think that would make sense at some point. Like if he becomes your Mr. NXT. Or like uh, Gargano versus the Undisputed Era, mm-hmm. you know, strength mm-hmm. and numbers mm-hmm. type thing. Uh, Nightcrawler, hey guys, so just pitch a semi realistic scenario of helping get one of, my, of your favorite talents over. An example I came up with would be Pete Dunn or Buddy Murphy getting a good 30 minute match out of Brock Lesnar. Yeah, even if they lose in the end. So Brock Lesnar will never go past 20 minutes. Never. Well, his match against AJ was, what, 15? That's, yeah. That's, that's probably it. Probably the extent of it, yeah. I don't. I think he'd have a heart attack. I don't think he'd physically be able to do it. I really don't. Hmm. I'm trying to think of a scenario that get Ty Dillinger over. Have it's, it have it be a scenario like where Jinder got the number one contendership, like he wins some sort of match, 
and he puts forth a really strong effort against AJ for the title. Like they give it 30 minutes on SmackDown. Talking about gender? No, oh, Ty Dillinger. I, God, I swear you said gender. No, I did. I said compared to how gender got to be number one contender. Oh, oh like, okay. Like a six-pack challenge, he somehow wins. Great main event against AJ. Just comes up short. And, uh, uh, you know, so he can get a good pop from the crowd just by putting forth that quality of an effort. And AJ goes, you know, I pre, you know, that was a hell of a, hell of a, hell of a chance or hell of a match you had there. You know, you, you've shown that you got the ingredients to compete with the champion. I'm going to give you one more chance. Mm-hmm. Um, they followed up on next week's episode of SmackDown. Iron Man match. Give it an hour. Again, incredible performance. This comes up short. Yeah. And then I'll take it from there. I got the reins then. Okay. Then AJ says, man, you really took me to my limit. You remind me a lot of me when I was your age, like two years ago. And Ty Dillinger then Four years ago. starts wearing AJ's outfit. Or better yet, how about this? They actually swap gimmicks. It's not the phenomenal one. It's the perfect 10 AJ Styles. Yeah. And it's the phenomenal Ty, Ty Dillinger. Dillinger. Yeah. But then he starts wearing Yes, AJ's. exactly. But they got to be like, AJ wears the vest with the huge collar, all yeah. that. He's yeah. got the laminated 10. Yeah. Swap gimmicks. Yeah. That's to perfect. show mutual appreciation. <laughs> right. It would be so confusing. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> oh. Let's see here. Um, the glorious broken sound wave. We already did this yesterday, kind of. Power rank people that Daniel Bryan would choose to be his tag team partner to take on the Bludgeon Brothers. Number one's got to be Kane, but then number one's also Samoa Joe. Yes, yeah, Samoa Joe. It's Kane or Kane Samoa Joe. Kane makes sense. Samoa Joe tops our personal wishes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And then what about who? Who else though? Because we need three more. I'm sure him and Cassius Ono have had some sort of history oh, back yeah, in the I'm Indies. Sure. So I'll say Cassius Ono is one of them. I'm trying to think of anybody else on NXT. That'd be great. He seems to like Gargano. But oh, I'm yeah. I'm not sure. Gargano's really small, so I'm not sure yeah, that'll yeah, work. Yeah. Shane McMahon. Um, oh, there you go. That's a, Oh, I like that one. What about... Wait. Where has Shane McMahon been? He's been gone. Paige has been doing such a good job. Yeah, she has been. Lars Sullivan. All right. Sort of a successor to Kane of sorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little yeah. bit. Monster guy. Yeah. I think him and Daniel Bryan would be a blast together. Boy, that's going to be fun. Who You know, you know, whoever he chooses, that's going to be a wildly fun. Oh, yeah. You know? Because it's, it's got to be Kane. It's got to be Kane. It's got was that from something? Or just ran yeah, that's when that's what Jr. said when Kane debuted at uh, Bad Blood, <laughs> tore the door off Hell and Cell. That that that's that, gotta be Kane. That's gotta be Kane. King. Uh, Chuck Sips. You ever see Velveteen Dream capturing a title on NXT? I kind of don't because all the rumors we hear involve him going up to Maine like any day now. But if he stays around, yeah, I hope he does. Uh, Tommy T. Hey, friend. Those so throughout all of WWE programming this week, pick one match where every person involved would become new faces of the company and receive mega pushes. So all participants. So that would include TakeOver, Money in the Bank, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, 205 Live. Okay. His personal choice, Tommy T, would be the triple threat of 205 Live. So Mustafa Ali, Hideo Itami, Buddy Murphy. And what do they do? Get their new faces of the company, mega pushes. Is it on 205 Live? Any show this week. That's what I just said, from TakeOver to uh, NXT this week. Oh, oh, okay. But it's one match. Oh, easy. Braun, Finn, Kevin Owens, and a 
Constable Corbin. Wait, Constable Corbin was in him. Oh, that tag match. Okay. Tag match. Yeah. All right. Not Money in the Bank? No, I mean, tag match. Well, right. that's too easy. Money in the Bank's too easy. Yeah. I'm just saying the tag match. I mean, Constable Corbin. Yeah, I'd, I'd be cool with the push. No, it's, it's, it's the gauntlet match that ended SmackDown. Because then you have Daniel Bryan, Samoa <sighs> Joe, Big oh, E, one, yeah. Miz, Rusev, Machka. Machka. We got 45 minutes of a podcast. Do you want to just chit-chat or do you want to call it a day? We can chit-chat for a little bit. All right, what are you going to have for lunch? I brought something. Lentil pasta. I'm just going to eat that salad that I brought like three days ago. It's probably well, Make sure it's not. Now. It hasn't expired. It's all wilted. It's disgusting. Happy with my new shoes, though. I'm happy you're happy. I'm happy I helped you out. Dang! Can't wait to see you rock them next week. Um, yeah, man. Now I'm jealous. Now I want to get shoes. We'll get some shoes. Look well, up some shoes. Simple. See if there's some yeah, 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 it, it was simple the for me. Money in, but those are something you've been wanting to get. Yeah, but these are on like super discount. Get something that's like 80 bucks. Well, I just got I just got some new like. workout shoes, new trainers. Well, there you go. You got new shoes then. Yeah, I know. So I I I, I was deserved of this. All right. I was owed this. And I'm waiting to find some more next time. Some Ultra Boosts are like super cheap, like a hundred bucks, which is cheap for Ultra Boosts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can get the I like the red ones, That's or the good. Parley ones. Those are nice too. Man, somebody sent me, and I free, I'm trying to look for it right now. Somebody had sent me a story about meeting. Um, Steve Irby. What was his name? Joey something or other? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, and honestly, I'm trying to look for it. The D, I thought it was a DM, and I can't find it. For the uh, life Philly Flexer, the question is red or green lentil? Yes, both. Um, and he said that he had no idea they were going to change his name. He just went out there, and they did it. Mm-hmm. But what a weird name to change it to. Steve Irby. I swear they have a random name generator, man. It's so strange. Jushin Luger in chat says, I just came from eating Frito burritos. Oh, my goodness. What yeah, Sergio, see, I just saw that he just has a 50% off on Boost shoes, but no Ultra Boost. Ultra. They have the uncaged ones, but I'm not huge on the uncaged What's ones. What's the difference between Ultra Boost and regular Boost? There's a different variety of Boosts. How many Boosts are there? Several. There's Pure Boosts. Pure Boosts. It used to be the, the density of the Boost material. This is devolved into the worst podcast ever, by the way. Yeah, I know. We're just talking about... Uh, Cushioning technology and shoes. There's pure boost. There's energy boost. There's solar boost. There's ultra boost. Pure boost. I say that old pure boost twice. There's uh, NM- NMDs, which mm-hmm. have boost cushioning, and that's not even taking account their basketball line. There's the hardens. There's the crazy explosives. The crazy lights. Way too much. Are there any things we could do predictions for? UK tournament already happened. We already know who won. And we're a little ways away from G1 Special in San Francisco. That card looks great, by the way. They filled that out. It looks fantastic. Dragon Lee versus Takahashi. Oh, I can't go wrong with that. Oh, um, here we go. Oh, man. Goto versus Jeff Cobb? Yeah. Oh, For the never uh, open weight title. It looks, it's a great card. Why can't Jeff Cobb be the first H champion? How about Jeff Cobb versus uh, Joey Ryan for the H championship? All right. Can we just add Jeff Cobb and get rid of the other guy? No. No? No, he's our guy. Stop saying that. Let's see here. G1 special. I'm going to predict this. Uh, Cody, Bullet Club. Cody loses. Hold on. Oh, you're going from that. First match. Bullet Club. Look at that. Haku is in the match. It's Chase Owens, Haku, Tama Tonga, Tonga Loa, and uh, Yujiro Takahashi, the Tokyo uh, sex trafficker, versus Chaos, Gato, Rocky Romero, Sho, Yo, Yoshihashi. Uh, Bullet Club ha- goes over because Haku is Because in the Haku, match. he's going to get the pin, too. Uh, he's going to eat the pin. 
Yoshihashi. Yoshihashi. That's easy to call. Chaos, uh, Ishii and Yano versus uh, Minoru Suzuki and Zack Sabre We're seeing this match a lot. Um, Suzuki Goon won last time, so I'm saying Ishii gets the pin on Zack Sabre Jr. I agree with that. Uh, Hangman Page and Marty Scroll of Bullet Club versus uh, Tanahashi and oh, Tanahashi and Kushida. Uh, Tanahashi and Kushida go over. Yeah, they're winning that match. Um, Goto versus Jeff Cobb for the never overweight championship. It's Goto, but that's going to be a hell of a match. That's going to be fantastic. If Cobb was signed in New Japan, I might be like, ooh, yeah, no. maybe. They'll give him a push. LIJ, Evil, and Sonata trying to get their tag titles back from the Young Bucks. Young Bucks go over. Young Bucks definitely go over. That's going to be this next match will be a hell of a match. Okada and Osprey versus ooh. Bushi and Naito. Oh, man. I'm going to say Okada Osprey. Wins. Osprey gets a pin on Bushi. Yeah, there you go. That's going to happen. Next, Dragon Lee versus Hiromu Takahashi. Probably match of the night. Takahashi Doesn't matter. The, the fans win. Yeah. Fans totally win that one. Uh, Switchblade Jay White versus Juice Robinson for the U.S. title. Jay White's winning. <sighs> Jay White's retaining. You don't think they need at least one title change? I'm going to say Juice. All right. That's going to be the one where we differ on. And then Cody's losing to Kenny. Oh, yeah, big time. I think Juice is going to pick up that U.S. title. All right. Jay White does nothing with it, and Chaos is kind of on a losing streak right now. All right. Does Chaos have any titles besides that one? Is Goto in Chaos? Yeah. He is? Yeah. He's Chaos? Okay. Well, then there you go. He's got a title. All right. Can't pad this shit anymore. No. I'm just going to go. Lunchtime. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Hilton. Hilton. Hit our music. Hilton, hit our music, please. Thank you, Hilton. Anyways, that's it for show. Oh, wait, I got to do this. There we go. That's it for show. Thanks so much for tuning in. Until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.